listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Hour number three of Miller and Moulton. It is the final hour in Lake City and surrounding areas, Tampa, St. Pete, Port Charlotte to Venice. The bonus hour for those in the 239 begins at the top of the hour. On this Super Bowl Monday, Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Hats off to the Chiefs. Also, hats off to the Eagles for giving us a great game. Aren't going to get one of these for a while. So, good on both. Obviously, the controversial call late. Our poll question, did you like the call? Did you agree with the call? Before you vote, remember, Bradbury acknowledged after the game he held him. I'm getting called out by a buddy of mine on Twitter, Mark, because I answered, no, I don't like the call. And I know Bradbury admitted that he held him. I don't know what to tell you. I don't like the call. He didn't like Bradbury didn't like the call either. He thought he was going to get away with it. He admitted he held him, but he thought he would get away with it. Thought the ref would let it slide. So I understand if the guy who committed the penalty raises his hand and says, yeah, I committed a penalty. I don't know what to tell you. I still don't like the call. That's a me problem, I know. Did you like halftime? Okay. So here's the, I have to admit, and I love her, just for the record. I am a Rihanna fan. Love her voice. Okay. Just love a lot of her music. Loved actually what she started with. It was edgy. And it was her way of saying, you know, hey, I'm back. Okay. Hope you didn't forget about me. Um, Wasn't crazy about the choreography early. Loved the last half of the performance. Everything about it. Loved her voice. I loved the selection. Loved the choreography. Okay. First few minutes. Okay. To me, you know, it wasn't working. And then bang. I thought the last like seven, eight minutes of the routine, it worked for me. So all in all, you know, I'd probably give it like a B plus. Okay. But I have to admit there was a moment early in which I'm like, hmm, what are they doing here? And then it kind of clicked. My biggest surprise is that there was no one else doing anything with her. Like, no, she didn't bring anyone out. She's done so many of these songs with so many people and none of them did anything with her that surprised me I'm I love her voice but this isn't a catalog I know so I don't think I'm in the position to say I the halftime's never been for me so Felipe you were you loved it you liked it better than the game I think well I I liked both equally I mean look I grew up listening to Rihanna that's that's my generation you know she her and Beyonce queens you know but I, I'm, I agree, David, you know, not a lot of movement, you know, in the first leg of that performance, but then the movement started to pick up and then well, the energy off, started to ramp up. pregnant. Right. Well, and, and let's face it, we didn't know that at the beginning of the performance. Okay. So it wasn't that I, it wasn't the fact that she wasn't moving. First off, I was thinking, oh my goodness, what's it like to be about a hundred feet off the ground being held up by four, 
you know, wires there. I mean, that thing shakes. Yeah, that freaked me oh, out. Towards the I end? So, I am so pathetically scared of heights. Right. That I am watching that literally every time that thing moved, my gut moved. Like, like, like I was up there, and I'm not joking. I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> right. That, that freaked me out. Out. That, I mean, I that did it for Lupe. me. Like that. Right. That you're performing up there. I don't give a damn if you're lip syncing or not. I could give a rat's ass if you're lip syncing. You're a hundred feet in the air on that thing. Are you absolutely kidding me right now? So Felipe, I understood why she wasn't moving very far. You don't want to shift weight Duh. towards the corners. There, you're uh, held up by four. You're, you know, no. You're killing Mark right now. You're killing Mark right now. <sighs> Just a couple deep breaths. I'll be better. You'll be fine. <laughs> I knew you were thinking about that, too, when you were watching. You're like, oh, my goodness. Could you imagine if we put Mark Miller up on this oh, thing? Oh, jeez. Uh, He'd be in the fetal position. We'd be we'd be dancing around him. He'd be on the, you know, on the ground. Sucking on my thumb with tears <laughs> coming out of my eyes. Pregnant but, Rihanna got more heart than you, Mark. There's no doubt when it comes to heights. <laughs> but it's funny. When the routine was over, my wife watched it alone in her room i watched it in the living room when it was over i went and i said what'd you think and so you know we gave our critiques and what have you and i said well i'm not going to say this on the air but i have to admit is she pregnant and my wife's like you can't say that about a woman i go i know i know you don't walk up to a woman and say hey when's the baby due and then find out they're not pregnant i get it but she did something do you remember when beyonce kind of let the world know at one of those award shows that she was pregnant she kind of half turned and cupped her hands underneath her belly okay and then she, and it was like oh my goodness she has a baby bump and rihanna did the same thing and i'm like wow it was that just you know she was kind of going with the flow and that's where her hands ended up or did she, that was that her way of letting us know she's pregnant well time out because she had a baby in May of 2022. Right, right, right. She has a nine-month-old. Right. Yeah, boy. So is this like a pregnancy body no, thing? No, she's like, pregnant. No, no, she's pregnant. She's pre right. Don't you get about no. she's pregnant. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, that makes her performance even better. Well, I mean, I mean, who was it? I saw a few women on Twitter going, oh, let me tell you, Rihanna just set the bar for a lot of us. We can't go. I can't do that. I'm pregnant. It's like, yeah, Rihanna did halftime for goodness sakes. I mean, that's like Serena winning a U.S. Open pregnant type well, level. Yes. Right. I mean, she won the Australian Open pregnant or Australian so, Open. Sorry. Yeah. But but I'm a Rihanna fan. I liked I like her music a lot. Love her voice. Does bother me that it's lip synced. It does. Okay. okay. They, they play the version of the song in the background. Yeah. I mean, she obviously did that. Okay. But, and many times, like Whitney Houston's anthem was sung the day before. In that Super Bowl 25 Giants bill, she recorded that the day before in an empty stadium. Okay. She, she did a performance for us. At 6.30 that night, okay? You know, do I wish, you know, she had done it live? Yeah, I guess. But, you know, we also think that's the greatest anthem ever sung. Speaking of which, Lee Sterling's daughter, should we start having her do the picks? It's nine straight. And I had to laugh because I shared Lee's picks with a buddy of mine who enjoys gambling a lot. <laughs> Literally sent them to him during the show. And he sends me back 
anthem way over as the anthem's going on. And I'm like, where are you watching this that you're a minute and a half ahead of me, first off, and pipe down over there? Because it was an under. It was an under by, I think, three or four seconds. Yeah, anywhere from two to four. Like, my stopwatch, all right, I started it not at the first note, although he got into it in less than a second, uh, or a chord, I should say. But when he delivered his first note, that's when I hit start. And then I went, Mark, until the very last sound of the chord on the guitar. I had 203. And it was 205 was the number that it closed at. And Lee made sure to point out, as his daughter told him, this opened at 159 and went all the way up to 205. But the reason that this was so challenging is that there was no evidence that Chris Stapleton had ever done the anthem. It's a hell of a first anthem, by the way. I mean, that's not the, you know, the Lee Civic Center. No. Or a gun show, you know, and a big weekend in February. I mean, that's... Super Bowl 57. Do you like it, by the way? I thought he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And I'm not a country music guy. Like, I don't know his, honestly, I I don't know two songs that he's done. And I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan. And I'm not a country guy, but I like him. Okay. Um, No, I thought he did a great job. And basically, as long as you don't, you know, as long as you don't screw it up. You mean get the words wrong? Right. (laughs) I have to admit, I would, I'm pretty sure they do it at all stadiums now, but they usually on the, you know, the scoreboard or what have you, they they have the lyrics. Okay. I, I would be so nervous. I'd be like, I, I know I know the words and all that, but could you just put them up there just for the heck of it? When I worked in minor league hockey, big playoff game, there was a local band that was pretty good. I knew the singer, and I got him. And he wanted to sing it. He was fired up. They, their band played out in front, and he walked okay. up to me at about 7 o'clock for 7.30, and he's like, you got the words. And I looked <laughs> at him. I went, what? He was, I want the words one last time. He's, he was ner- been singing his whole life. He Played sure. arenas, went out and opened for Creed, played 20,000-seat arenas. He goes, my mom's here. I can't screw this up. <laughs> he goes, you guys put the words on the scoreboard, right? I said, no, we put the flag on the scoreboard. He goes, I need the words, man. I, I Just one last time. And so I went up, printed them out, and got them for him one last time, and he killed it. Never looked at him, but just needed that reassurance <laughs> before doing it live, by the way. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, sometimes, sometimes you – Sometimes even you're afraid you can screw up when you've practiced it over and over. No doubt. I don't think I've ever seen that. Like the national anthem has a sing-along song on the board. Come on. You got to know the lyrics. Uh, Uh, No, it's funny. More places than not, at least for like playoff games, Super Bowls, you know, final NCAA tournament type stuff, I'm used to seeing the words uh, displayed. I'll tell you what, Felipe, since you know the word so well, during the break, why don't you give us oh, your rendition? No, no, no. I said oh, off air during sorry. the commercial break. Sorry. Wow. He just, I didn't realize that was his go-to karaoke there. Yeah. He jumped right into he that. He did, but by by the time we get through this, I have a funny feeling he'll screw a word up. Oh, 
please. He could miss a verse. I mean, because. But it's that easy. It is. It is. That always happens so, every once in a while. They just completely mix up the verse. It's embarrassing. So 21,000. All right. Text line. If you're watching on the Miller Moulton Twitch.tv channel, your thoughts. Stapleton with the anthem. Rihanna at halftime. You know, your thoughts on it. So, and Mark, I know that like you're not, you know, you're not the Rihanna fan and I'm not the Stapleton fan. Okay. So, but it sounds like that the performers and the acts that the NFL chose, okay, that they appealed even to those who were not necessarily fans. And that's a big win-win. Your thoughts, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. Our poll question: Do you agree with the call on Bradbury? Yay or nay? The holding call under two minutes to go. It allowed the Chiefs to run the clock all the way down and kick the field goal to win it with eight seconds to go, as opposed to having to kick a field goal on fourth down and the Eagles getting it back with about a buck 40 to go and a timeout left with a chance to tie or win the game. Bradbury was asked by the media afterwards, and he said, yeah, I held them. I thought they'd, thought they'd let me get away with it. And is it possible, Mark, that even after the offender admits to the offense that some Yahoo like me can still say, I still don't like the call, and the reasoning being that there were probably 20 such incidents throughout the game and 19 of them were allowed to continue? I felt, that- it, was, I felt it was ticky-tack, David. But, I mean, does that... Can I use that before the jury and not have my client convicted of holding? That that's that's what I'm saying. The problem is the other side just has to give the confession. That's the problem in, in the case that you and I are trying to present. The other attorney just simply says, Can I give you Mr. Bradbury's testimony? Right. But then we come out and go, Well, we we acknowledge that he did it. But let's put it in the proper context. This is going on for three hours. And it's not called. And now, all of a sudden, the district attorney wants to throw a flag? I mean, come on. And then you get the jury thinking, well, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, he did it. But, I mean, you know, we really going to convict the guy? I mean, look at the punishment. You know, that, that's the other thing. This is like, you know, ah, come on. Yeah, he got caught with, you know, three joints. Yeah, but, you know, there's just it'll put him away for 10 years. What? No, I don't know. I think we got to let him slide. That's basically what we're saying here, right? Yeah, okay, so he kind of held him. He tugged him a little bit, but come on. And they did not let it slide, although right now 70% of you think they should have. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh... I got to 
buddy of mine really coming after me going that he admitted to it you yahoo what more do you need yeah you make a dad kind of good point didn't really need james bradbury taking the high road after the game no he needed a good old-fashioned controversy to drag this sucker out we need to put an asterisk next to this game forever that's what we needed james Instead, now we're going to have to talk about the greatness of Mahomes and the Chiefs' offensive line. Now, that vaunted Eagles defensive line did nothing. Sure, thanks. Appreciate that. And I know someone agreed with me in the Twitch chat room. When I saw the penalty, when I first saw a flag before they showed Mahomes, because he got hit, one of the few times they actually hit Mahomes, I thought they called a roughing the passer penalty. Because I thought that would have been perfect for the NFL this year. Now, you and I both did say we get a lot wrong. Although I think we did pretty well in this game in terms of prop bets and this, that, and the other thing. We, we, we did better than I, I think normal. But we both did say there is no way of roughing the passers getting called in the Super Bowl. That the officials have gotten so much grief about roughing the passer that there is no way they are calling one of these in the Super Bowl. That was our feeling. And that was my feeling up until, because when I saw the play, I didn't see anything happen that warranted a defensive holding. And I couldn't see the flag anywhere near the ball, where the ball was thrown. So the flag was at near the line of scrimmage. I go, uh-oh. But it was not roughing the passer. It was defensive holding. The only defensive holding call made the entire football game. Correct. By the way, 15th Super Bowl decided in the final two minutes. And 14 of those Super Bowls have happened in the last 33 games. I mean, the first 24 Super Bowls, we only had one go down to the final, you know, two minutes. The sloppy, I think it was like nine turnover. Cowboys Colts Super Bowl five Colts won it on a last second field goal 16 13 that was first two dozen Super Bowls it was the only one that came down to the final two minutes and lately we've had a good run I mean you know this one obviously last year you know Rams Bengals final drive by the the Rams and the Bengals with a chance to tie or win it late you know, Super Bowl 51, Patriots come back from 28-3, win in overtime. The New England-Seattle Super Bowl, you know, Malcolm Butler. Super Bowl 47, the Harbaugh Super Bowl. I mean, Ravens D had to make a goal line stand there in the final two minutes to hold off the Niners. You know, you got three Giants Super Bowls. Their win over the Bills and both their wins over the Patriots. You know, the Eagles win over the Patriots. It was a one-score game late. New England had the ball in the final two minutes with a chance to tie. But, Mark, I got to be honest, this, especially when it was tied with five minutes to go, I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is a top five Super Bowl here. This is an all-timer we are watching. And the flag took a little starch out of it, did just a little. A little? I, and I'm not kidding. I, it crushed a great game for me to end like that. I was all ready for the field goal. Hurts getting the ball, and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't. Could have thrown a pick, and it could have been over. 
as you pointed out, David, how did Philadelphia produce scores? Long, methodical drives. Right. They would have had to about a minute 40 with one timeout left. Now, they did produce a field goal at the end of the first half in about a 90-second situation with two timeouts, I believe. But remember, they were in the red zone, and they had to settle for a field goal because they ran out of time. So I don't know what your gut feeling was watching it. Mine was that Hurts and the Eagles were at least going to tie it. If they had gotten, like when it was third down, I'm thinking to myself, well, they get a stop here. Whether they got to burn the timeout or not, they'll have about a minute 40. I go, they can tie it with a minute 40. You know, because let's face it, we're not expecting a sack of any kind. From my, The Chiefs had two, the Eagles had none. I mean, you know, Hurts had thrown for 300 yards, rushed for 70. I mean, they ran nearly 20 more plays than the Chiefs. Think about that. And the Chiefs basically had the ball last. So before that final drive with 5.15 to go, the Eagles had run roughly 30 more plays than the Chiefs. 30 more plays. That's a half. Which is why you've got to put game. a lot on the Eagles' defense in the second half. They were had the lead. They hadn't had the plays. They should have been fresher, and they couldn't get a stop. At all. I mean, granted, the one drive was set up by the punt return, but whew. And we haven't talked about it yet, but how about that field? Seriously? What the heck? Maybe they need to stop this whole we're going to whisk in the new field. Two weeks. I. How about we just acknowledge it's not working? Because that stadium, it's always slick. And I thought also made a good point, Mark, in which he talked about, and where the paint is, it's even slicker. That's why he was worried about Butker with the field goal. He's like, his plant foot's on spray paint here. And it seemed to affect Philadelphia more than it did Kansas City. They were the ones changing cleats throughout the game. The Chiefs were not. If you look, by the way, closely on that punt return by Tony, all right, He's about 10 yards into the return, and right before he starts to cut it to the outside, there's an eagle in position to tackle him, and he slips and falls. Miller and Moulton. 21,000 is the text line. Your thoughts on the game? Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes until the top of the hour. That's when the bonus hour is underway for those listening in the two three nine. Thanks so much for being with us, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Chiefs over the Eagles. Mark, it is the eighteenth time that the underdog won the Super Bowl. Favorites are 39 and 18, straight up. So still better than two to one, about a 70% winning rate for favorites straight up in the Super Bowl. I think one it was one and a half the final number. I know late in the afternoon, that's what I saw it at, that it was still holding at one and a half. 
I got an email from a guy in Vegas that said that far more bets coming in on the Eagles, but the big money from the Sharks was coming in on the Chiefs late. And it still ended up at one and a half. 51 and a half was the over-under, which it ticked up a half a point, and that's where we had all of our information that the the sharp money was all on the over. So they cashed there. So the the Sharks went Chiefs and went over. Well, that means they had a good day. Hey, before the final drive, who are you voting for for MVP? At 35 all. Jalen Hurts. Okay. Uh, he was a touchdown machine. He had outplayed Mahomes. I, I thought it was his award. In fact, I wasn't sure win or lose if he was going to get it. See, that's where I was. I'm like, man, until Mahomes scrambled. As he's running, I'm thinking, well, the Chiefs are going to win, and well, now he's going to get MVP. How about the Eagles running backs? Held to 45 yards rushing. 17 carries, 45 yards. Now, Hertz had 70-plus yards rushing and three touchdowns. But he had almost as many carries as three running backs had himself. I think he had 15 carries and three running backs had 17. And I think he had 11 carries in the first half for damn near 60 yards by that point, David. So, I mean, they, when trailing, the Chiefs came out and completely crushed Philadelphia's running game because that's what they wanted to do in the second half. And if you think about, I mean, the Eagles, obviously, they had two scores. They had the field goal drive, their first possession of the second half, long, slow drive, kick the field goal, go up 27-21. But then their third drive, when they scored the touchdown and the two-point conversion, I mean, that was a lot of passing. The two first downs to get them across midfield were done throwing the ball to A.J. Brown, and then he hits the bomb down the sidelines to Devontae. So that was, you know, obviously they ran it in and ran in the two-point conversion, but to 74 of the 75 yards was basically done throwing the ball. (laughs) Hertz throws for over 120 yards more than Mahomes. He rushes for 70 yards and three touchdowns. They run nearly 20 more plays than the Chiefs, over 400 yards of offense, and lose. Damn. We had said they were vulnerable against the run. The question was, would Andy Reid try to take advantage of it and run the football? He did in the second half when trailing. 20 carries that were not Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes scrambling ended up rushing six times. But Pacheco with 15 carries. I mean, think about it, Mark. Pacheco had almost as many carries as the Eagles running backs as a whole. Three Eagles running backs with 17 carries. Isaiah Pacheco with 15 carries for 76 yards, five yards a carry and a touchdown. Two rookies scoring for the Chiefs. I think it's the first time since the Bears when they won against the Patriots who had two rookies scored. One of those rookies was the Fridge. But second and third leading rushers in the game were the quarterbacks. 
it is a new game that we watch, David. Let me throw this out there. The biggest winners, besides the Chiefs, and clearly Jalen Hurts going to get paid. Paid. But is somebody like Anthony Richardson of the Gators a huge winner because of that game we just saw? You know, Josh Allen's development where he – you take a look at Anthony Richardson's college numbers and Josh Allen's college numbers. Josh played a lot more, but completion percentage and what have you, running ability, they're, they're very much the same guy. And now, you know, I mean, come on, Mark. I mean, Jalen Hurts couldn't throw the ball. Alabama said, you got to go somewhere else and throw the ball. We won't let you throw it here. We don't we trust got, you. Yeah, and we got four first-round draft picks at receivers, and we won't let you throw the ball. Okay, you got to leave. And now look at him. 300 yards passing, 70-plus rushing, four touchdowns and a two-point conversion, all because of him. And whether or not you thought Goddard caught the ball, that ball on third and 14 was one oh. hell of a pass. Oh, my goodness. He had three throws to Goddard, which were just tremendous. That one in which he starts rolling right and they chase after him, he reverse pivots and scrambles all the way to the other side and from the left numbers makes that off-balance throw and Goddard's open by maybe a foot and he hits him in stride by the sideline. Oh, my. I mean, that's John Elway. It was amazing. I mean, Mahomes was sitting there going, damn, that's impressive. But I'm wondering now, Mark, I mean, is Jalen Hurts, you know, Steph Curry has changed the NBA. You know, we thought, and they in Arizona, ironically enough, thought Kyler Murray was maybe going to be the guy and the quarterback that was going to change what you wanted and asked for from the position. I mean, is Anthony Richardson of the Gators? Because Hertz went middle second round. I mean, listen, Jalen was a much better college quarterback than Anthony Richardson was, but we all know, Mark, they draft on potential. I mean, after what you just saw, is some team going to take Anthony Richardson ridiculously high because they go, well, he's a bigger, faster Jalen Hurts. It wouldn't be me. But, yeah, but you may 30, be. But, but there's 31 more of you out and, there. And you've said it a long time, David. All you need is one to buy into it. And I was thinking about that as the game was unfolding. I'm like, is Anthony Richardson about to go from a second round prospect or a late first round guy because you know there's some draft guys out there that have you know him going mid first round even higher and i'm watching jalen hurts play the game of his life thinking to myself there's got to be a college prospect or two that are making a fortune right now because of jalen hurts that's interesting but you are right that I've seen a mid-first round. I've, I, I couldn't do it. I don't know if you could. I, I couldn't. But then again, think about what we all said three years ago when the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts in the middle of the second round. I mean, come on, be honest with yourself. Who out there said, you know, it's a smart pick. You know, you can never have enough quarterbacks. 
He, he'll be a good backup. That's a good guy to have. Yeah, but mid-second round? No, 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 I like the pick. How many of you said that? Be honest, there's four of you that said that, and you're not one of them. If you were 21,000, that's the text line. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but we do need witnesses. <laughs> Sorry, not going to take your word on it. And your dog does not count as a witness. <laughs> uh, but my goodness. I mean, how many better performances from the losing quarterback have we seen in this game? And Brady threw for 500 when he lost to the Eagles. They didn't punt. I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, it's happened, but damn. Man, was he good yesterday. David, if he would have won the MVP in that game, I still thought he would have been worthy of it. Yeah, if Mahomes doesn't make that scramble, if somehow, some way they keep running the ball with Pacheco or whatever and they kick a long field goal and win it that way, Mark, I'm with you. I'm still voting Hurts for MVP. He's the best player on the field. And that's saying something because the other quarterback on one and a half legs there, or one and a half ankles anyway, is now on the all-timer list. And he's 27. Dual MVPs and Super Bowls at 27. He's hosted five straight AFC championship games also. Somehow, though, Travis Kelsey says the Chiefs are disrespected. It's funny. It seems as if the conference goes through Arrowhead, but apparently not according to Travis Kelsey. Well, it's because it wasn't supposed to go through Arrowhead. Now, come on. It was supposed to go through Buffalo. That was the first thing they heard all year. Okay, well, that's true. The very last game was supposed to go through Buffalo. But up until then, come on now, most everybody had the Chiefs playing home playoff games until the last one. We'll say, though, Bills fan, Doll fan. <laughs> She's 27. Golly, really? Really? We got 10 more years of this guy at least. Golly. Oh. And with Aaron Rodgers coming over to the AFC. <laughs> If Sean Payton can fix Russ, <laughs> no quarterbacks, Lawrence. no quarterbacks in this conference, David. Not nothing to see here. No, and if uh, you know the Alabama and Ohio State quarterbacks turn out to be the real deal, they'll likely to be taken by AFC teams, depending on who's in the top five of the draft. Oh my goodness! But just think, you know, especially if you're the Bills. And Dolphin, it's like, really, really, we finally get Brady to retire. And you have an army of quarterbacks now lined up. And it's astonishing that they're all basically on one side of the league. They sure are. And now the answer to the question, who's the best quarterback in the NFC? You get laughed at if you ask the question. The answer is Jalen Hurts. Period. And there's not a close second. Hell no.
If Rodgers moves to the AFC, there is not anybody in the area code after what we witnessed yesterday. Eagles have like 16 free agents, most of them on defense. Of course, after the way they played yesterday, you can let most of them go. But, man, oh, man. Hey, Dak's making 40. Uh, So, if you're an Eagles fan, you're wondering what it's going to take to sign Jalen Hurts. (laughs) We know where it starts. (laughs) And Rodgers is making low 50s. Mahomes is making mid 40s. So, probably about 44, I'd say. Probably the number. What do you say, five for 220? Guarantee about a buck 50 of it? Get it in front of them right now. (laughs) Really? It's only going to go up. Get it in front of them as fast as is humanly possible, David. You're right, because it will only go up. If you can convince him, you got to sign for a little less than Mahomes because he just beat you. I know you may have outplayed him, but he beat you. And come on, he's done it a little bit longer and what have you. What do you say, 44? I mean, come on, that still goes a long way, even in in Pennsylvania taxes. I mean, come on. I mean, how much is the cheesesteak after all? I think Jason Kelsey retires. Just a gut feeling. I have, you know, don't have any information, but it's just a gut feeling. He came very close to retiring after last year's playoff. And I don't know, just a gut feeling I have. If they'd have won for sure, but he might want one more crack at this. Well, they're going to be pretty good. You know, that offensive line stays healthy. <laughs> they're going to be tough to beat in the NFC for years to come. They really are. Uh, those two wide receivers, that quarterback, and that offensive line. I don't know. I think they're okay on that side of the ball. Cowboy fan, you, you okay with that? <laughs> yeah. You comfortable right now? Uh. Miller and Moulton. Lake City, Tampa, St. Pete, Port Charlotte, and Venice. We'll do this all over again tomorrow morning. In the 239, we have this little thing called the bonus hour. That is what is next right here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network.